Welcome to Hamstrings and Heartstrings, where running is great. Except when it's not. I'm <laughs> Ellie, and I don't have a job. <laughs> I'm I'm Chris, and I feel like I got two jobs right now. Yep, it's going to be a good episode. <sighs> okay, so, um, you know, we're going to start. Okay. So I'll tell you where I would like to. Oh, hey, is it is it your face or mine, jobless one? Uh, it'll be yours today. <laughs> All right, good, because I've been having an existential crisis over this whole podcast thing. Right, so you know, I do a podcast called Running Inside Out. Then I do a podcast with you called Hamstrings and Heartstrings, and in both of those, we talk about running. And right now it doesn't feel like, I mean, so here's the thing. That's what we should be talking about running, right? Because nobody wants to talk about um, a global pandemic shuttering everybody in their house and closing small businesses and COVID. And nobody wants to talk about that, right? People want to hear something else, right? But how do you not talk about it? Because it's touching every part of our life. It's really hard. And I think that's, you know, that's one of the struggles today is because you kind of got to be informed because you got to know things, but also you like, I feel like I know enough and I'm going to, I need to step away. Yeah, exactly. And you know, one of the things that, um, is going to be interesting is we, uh, so on top of COVID, um, we've just had a really interesting start to this year. Um, I had my whole crazy job stuff, which basically was just working a whole bunch of hours in order to convert uh, data for one hospital to another hospital. Um, so, yes, I do work in a hospital, uh, um, which is, puts a neat spin on things. Then um, you went and ran the Olympic trials. And the day after we recorded, the day before you left or two days before you left, the day after we recorded, I had all my computer gear stolen. So um had that going for me. And then this whole COVID thing happened. Yeah. So we did not put out that episode that we recorded before you went to Atlanta. No, we didn't. I, you know, but I have to say, I don't even remember Atlanta right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Al Ellie, we're going to go dig into the memory palace because that's what we got to talk about. Uh, we can try. It's it's funny. So I, um, it is March 19th today, 2020. So, you know, when this podcast goes famous and when people are still listening to back episodes in like 50 years, they want to be like, what was going on in March 2020? Um and I ran in the trials on February 29th, and I feel like that was 10 years ago. That's how it feels, everybody. And uh, yeah. we will explain yeah. why. The trials was amazing, but a lot has just happened to me in the past week. And things are a little bit more important, but also... You know, running still happens sometimes. And I don't really know what, uh, I don't really know what's going on in the world. And yeah, that's where we are. So 
what what do you want to talk about chris and i'll do my you best know, to if, remember the good old days if you, if you knew what was going on in the world um people would begin to think odder things about you than you than they do now i mean i think everybody is confused yeah, uh, I uh, so, can selfishly uh, say I'm very glad that the trials happened before everything else. Oh, a absolutely. I mean, that's the whole thing, right? Okay, so to put it all into perspective, because, yeah, um, on February 29th, there was a... Um, there was a coronavirus thing happening in uh, towns in China... And that's where it was. And then um, quickly it was here. And over, so during that time that you were running those trials, life was the same here, <laughs> right? Yeah. There, there was nothing like going on. Nothing was crazy. It wasn't even in Italy or Iran or anything. It was, I think, maybe not even in Japan at this point in time. Well, at least we didn't know if it was. Right. And, and, and it was probably here in America and we didn't know, right? That's the whole thing. Now it's everywhere. Yes. And so uh, to put, uh, again, the uh, idea in where you are now, the reason why you're um, a little bit weird and not like all Ellie is um, because you work in the food industry, right? Yeah. So here's a very short timeline of what has happened in the past two weeks. And we'll talk about the trials, I promise everybody. But here's what happened. Trials. We may have to have, may have, to have the purge episode and yeah, then record a trial. Just Ellie cries. Um, so basically, I ran in the trials and I had the best weekend of my life with my sister and it was wonderful. And I met a lot of cool people and I ran a cool race and it was wonderful. I get back and, and I have. Second best marathon time ever. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not going to cut you off anymore. But you ran your second best marathon time ever. Yes. And my fitness didn't indicate that. But anyway, uh, we'll get there. And then I came back and we had a couple days of where it was really cool to bask in the glory that I just ran in the Olympic trials. And then all of a sudden, it like, it hit that this virus was here and that... It was a really, really big deal, and that our own government was high, like semi-hiding, downplaying the severity of the virus to the point where it ended up spreading everywhere, and then all of a sudden, in the span of like three days, we went from me having a job to... In the food industry, I manage a cafe, very popular, still support it because we're still open, not my branch, me having a job, and then like every hour and every day getting updates on this virus and how it could potentially affect us, and then so having the anxiety that this could potentially happen, that we could potentially get shut down me kind of thinking that's a good idea so we don't keep spreading the virus that half of the that half of the population seems to be freaking out about and then the other half just is disregarding it and then all of a sudden we were shut down and i didn't really know what to do it's because it's one of these things that's like invisible unless you have the symptoms 
And so you just sort of have to believe and understand that you staying at home is the best thing you can do. But when you're someone like me, you'd rather be proactive than just sit on your bed. So um, since Monday, my location, CTV Fresh, which was located inside of a fitness center, has rightly been shut down because we would be contributing to the spread of this disease, which my city of Ithaca has six cases right now. And then I had two days in this shell-shocked what's going on thing. And then now I am working part-time at our other locations that are and that are open limited hours and we're only doing um, to-goes and curbside pickup and following the recommendations of New York City and the CDC. So all this stuff is very good for the pandemic, but it's also extremely anxiety producing and just stressful for me because my livelihood is turned upside down. So how this relates back to running is um, I started running when I started running like seven or six years ago, I started running because it was free therapy. And then I worked through all my stuff and it was just something I was good at. And I really liked chasing goals and getting fast. And I feel like we're coming full circle right now because running is my free therapy right now. It's the only time of day when I don't have to think about the virus. And it hasn't affected me yet because I'm running alone on the roads and I can pretend that an invisible virus isn't here. And so that's where we are today. So you want to talk about the trials? Well, I think, like I said, I mean, this can be a big purge episode because I've um, I've gone back and forth on, uh, you know, how do you talk about running when you're not running? Um, so I work for a hospital, um, and I'm I'm by no means a doctor. Um, those people do things that I could never do. Um, I'm a data person, so I work with the data in the hospital. And about two weeks ago, three weeks ago now, we started preparing for the idea of just uh, having some people work from home if need be. Started ramping up servers, started doing a whole bunch of preparation, making sure people could remote in, they had the right equipment. Um, then uh, we, we just sort of, you know, set the groundwork because we're a hospital and we knew something was going to happen. So I went um, for my annual winter camping trip on Friday. Um, I took Friday off work. And on Thursday when I was leaving work, uh, Thursday the, what, 13th or something, I was thinking, yeah, Thursday, Thursday the 12th. I was close. Oh, man. Yeah, because it was Friday the 13th. And I was like, oh, it's all going down. <laughs> So I was, I was thinking I'm going to go away to the mountains and hide. And, um, we were going to hike ampersand mountain and it was going to be wonderful. So I started getting text messages from my boss, like, um, are you going to have people working from home and yada, yada, yada. And so while I was standing on the side of the mountain, we went to 100% work from home. Um, so for me, that's really fortunate. I can work from home. Now, everybody else is home, so the Internet's a bit taxed, so it's a bit of a struggle to work from home, but I'll still be getting a paycheck, and I will still be working from home. 
but I work for a hospital. And so it's been a little hectic and a little bit busy and my internet doesn't really work. So working from home is a bit frustrating because I feel like I'm at like 40% capacity. Plus I got two kids home and my wife works from home. So we got four people in the house and I'm not running. Like I'm not, you know, I was like, I'm going to try to get out at three today. Well, I got more work. Okay. I'm going to try to get out at five. Well, I'm going to do this kid stuff. Okay. I'm going to try. And I just, it, I haven't been doing it. So how does one sit down and talk about running when they're not running, you know? So it's like, you you want to, you want to do a thing and you, you go, well, maybe people would actually appreciate the podcast because they'd have something to listen to. Not if it's more about COVID, they don't want to listen to it. That's true. Right. But at the same time, hearing and listening to what other people are going through is sometimes helpful. Yes. Um, yes. So, you know, I think that's I think, what we should do. Yeah, I think that's what we did. <laughs> yes. Well, so I think that you, I think we're both coping in different but productive ways. So I think that let's also say there are no races on the schedule for anyone. They are all canceled, rightly so, because gatherings of more than 10 people are frowned upon, rightly so. Doesn't mean it's not disappointing or frustrating. If you're disappointed, that's okay. That just means that you cared and that you tried. Um, it's not selfish, so feel free to be disappointed and sad. Um, whereas I am have time because I am working limited hours. I have just, I, I consciously made the choice that running is not my therapy anymore. But in these circumstances, if it's something that gets me away from the internet and gets me away from me realizing that the reason I'm sitting in my apartment reading a book for six hours is because I am being responsible and social distancing myself from a virus. If it is my therapy right now, that's okay. So if running is your therapy or going outside or hiking or doing an at-home workout or reading a book for six hours, whatever you need in this time, we're all being attacked by an invisible virus. It's okay. You can have your vices. If we all gain 30 pounds, if we all like... Do I don't know, do whatever. It's okay right now because we're all trying to cope with something that we should be trying to cope with. And we can have goals when this is over. Whereas, I mean, with you, you work for a hospital, which is extremely important. So you not being able to run or, you know, maybe being tired is perfectly acceptable. Like my sister is working at a testing site. Some days she, and I've been meeting her for runs after work. And some days she really needs that because she just needs me to listen to her because it's frustrating when we, our relatives are a little bit aloof about this virus and this severity. And so she knows that I get it that I have lost my job and that she is on the front lines. So if she wants me to 
meet her for a run so she can burn off some energy and also vent to me, I will do that. But also sometimes she's just extremely tired and she doesn't have a race right now. So if she doesn't want to run and just wants to go home and sit, she should do that too. I think that maybe we all just need permission and I am giving you the permission to do whatever the hell you want because you don't have a race. And you also can relax on your fitness goals or you can make tons of fitness goals. Just do whatever you want. We need to get through this and it's a lot easier to do that when you're coping with something that makes you feel good. There you go. And I think it's very important to realize that you staying home, as you said to me the other day, um, you staying home is your job right now, right? And like, that, it's really important to, to, to think, you know, let's have some compassion for other people, right? There are people that cannot stay home. They have to work. They have to keep the country running because they have a physical job in some capacity. We should stay home so we don't get them sick if we happen to be sick, right? Because yes. we're, we're fit. We're healthy. It's a respiratory disease. Chances are for us, it's just going to be a little bit miserable, um, but for people that have immune problems, for people that have respiratory problems already, for people that are old, sick, like let's also stay away from them so that they don't get sick, right? Let's have a little bit of, you know, caring about each other, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I think it's very, it annoyed me a little bit when there was just this outcry of work from home. Don't go into work. Why are you being, it's like, well, I appreciate that sentiment, but also I work in the service industry, so I can't work from home. And until today, there wasn't any help for people like me who are either working extremely limited hours or not at all. And so for me, I can last for a little while because I have a savings. But for a lot of my coworkers, they can't. And yep. so I think it's very elitist for people to shame restaurant workers, sanitation workers, people that still need to go to work because that's our, that's how we're staying alive. It's not like our rent, it's not like our renting company is going to be like, oh, don't worry, you don't need to pay rent. It's like, yeah, you still do. So, I mean, if, to be completely honest, if my job if the gym was still open, if my job was still like telling me to go into work, I would go into work. I mean, regardless of like, I couldn't just not. And I think a lot of people are in that same situation. And so I think we all need to have compassion for each other and do what we can do. It was really <clears throat> excuse me, hard for me emotionally. Um, like, contrasting I need to be here to stay open because my coworkers also need money and that's is how we are like this is how we live but also we are I'm a lot of my cl uh, clients yeah a lot of the customers are older people who don't seem to be taking this seriously so what's my responsibility here and it's very back and forth. But at the end of the day, I just knew I was doing the best that I could do. And I was following the CDC guidelines at the time. And I mean, I guess, thankfully, the gym got closed. So now I don't have to make those decisions. But now 
I will work part-time for my company when they need me. So, I mean, we're all just doing the best we can. So in addition to having compassion for yourself, if you're like not sure what to do about racing, running, whether or not to, whatever, also have compassion for everybody who's doing just the best that they can in this time. Yes. All right. So let's, let's take it and turn it and let's talk about, we are physically active people. We do value our, what, what mental health does come from being physical and being in your house, um, might make you less than physical. So what, um, you're getting out and going for runs, you're running out on the roads, right? We are fortunate. We're not Italy or Great Britain yet. Um, and that it's not so bad that we can't go out. And our country is actually quite large, um, and we're not in big cities, right? You're in Ithaca. It's a little populated. I'm in Rochester. And Monroe County is somewhat populated, but there's open space. I can go for a run and not see somebody if I, you know, need to. Um, but what kind of things are um, are you doing to keep yourself active? Are you doing some YouTube yoga? Are you All right. Doing- so here is my day. And all right, here is my She's day. About to, I just, she just turned to the side. She put her hands on her hips. She's about to let it to go. Uh, <laughs> I wake up and I go for a run and I get home and I eat breakfast. And usually I linger because I don't have to be anywhere. And then I call the unemployment office and other offices that might help me and my coworkers out when we need it. Uh, then I read for like two hours and then I eat lunch and I linger over that. And then I take a nap and then I either do an at home workout, working on my imbalances or using a kettlebell, or I go for a second run, usually with Amelia or with my sister, Laurel. And I look forward to that a lot. And then I'll probably eat something, read my book again, or I did start a TV show. And um, then I eat dinner. And right now I'm podcasting, but I either that or I'd be reading. And then I eat again. And then I go to sleep. And that is why elite running will never be for me because that is boring. And I can only do this for so long and, or I'm going to go crazy because I need to be a productive member of society. Yeah, and I don't feel like I'm productive. I feel like I'm just sitting at home, paying for things and reading books. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's not exciting, is it? No. Well, you you, you broke it down pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it sounds like, and and I mean, maybe it was. I don't know. It sounds like you have a schedule. Yes, that was one thing, and I also got dr- get dressed. That's yes. one thing. Is like. When I'm done eating breakfast, I get dressed. Um, And then uh, I'm going to be working like part-time at my uh, job for as long as I can. Um, And then I actually, because I know I need more social interaction besides just maybe uh, a second run with teammates or running with teammates, I am actually might be taking care of some children on Fridays. So I'm getting social interaction with children under the age of nine. So um, I feel like my intelligence is going to go up. 
Yeah. I mean, you'll at least get a really good uh, perspective on the world, right? Like those kids, those kids know what's up. So, yeah. And I, I mean, I guess we just all got to do what we can right now. And I know it sounds like, I, I don't know. I See, I'm just not somebody that likes to sit still or like, I like having my job. I love my job and I like doing things. And so I know this is just like the time, but also like, I mean, I think I would appreciate like all the reading and rest, you know, if I was training for something or like, you know, whatever. Cause I know that I just more, the more rest is fine. But right now I'm just like, I'm running a lot, but it's, I mean, I guess training to train, but I also am giving myself grace not to, I don't feel like doing any workouts right now. I just am running all easy miles, all, you know, and that feels good. It feels like therapy and, but I don't have any, like, I know I don't have any races to train for right now. So yeah, I don't know why I struggle with this so much. So if anybody has any tips, hit me up on the gram because but uh, I don't know. I just, it's, it feels wrong to just, because I feel like half of the, po- like, my, like my sister is swamped right now. Like I bet you're swamped. Like I feel like there's so many people working so hard and it's like, no, just stay home and read. That's all we need from you. And I'm like, okay, but this <laughs> feels weird. No, see Ellie, that's not all we need for you. What we're going to get now, what we're going to do is we're going to start recording podcasts so that we can help other people stay at home. Right. Sure. Like that is a thing. You got time on your hands. You, you got something to say, right? Like that's a way that you can also help, right? Like entertainment as much as it doesn't feel productive and is another thing that people need and they may not know when they need it. So you put it out there for them to come and get it when they need it, you know? So that's a thing too. And yes, staying at home is important and it sucks. I think of a lot of my friends in the service industries. I think a lot of my friends that are small business owners, I'm afraid for two businesses uh, right off the top of my head that might not make it out of this, you know, Um, and lots of my friends that work for small businesses, you know, Um, I'm worried about Rochester Running Company. It's a single owner and a single employee. I'm worried about Finger Lakes Running. I am like, I I mean, I I keep thinking like now that everybody's going to be outside running, I'm go there, please. Like, but I, I, I get it. I mean, it's, we're all doing the best we can. And I mean, now CTB, this is our big money making season and our clientele is gone and we're open for like 10 hours and people can come in and then they can leave. Like people, like what people like about us is that they can come in at like nine and stay all day. And it's, it's just so weird. And I just, I worry about tons of things. And like, I, I'm, I struggle with mental health. Like, and I, I, but my anxiety is, I can imagine how like my boss's anxiety is just probably climbing and we're all doing the best we can. And, but I mean, I'm praying for this, like a stimulus or something to help us and to help everybody, but it's just, it's, it's really difficult right now. Yep. So this maybe wasn't an entertaining episode, 
Um, but uh, this is, you know, we're ripping off the Band-Aid. Um, I have a computer again, so we can we can record episodes. And for those listening, they will they will get to hear the stark contrast of what we recorded before you went to the trials and today. And now that we've got this out, now that we've had a bit, a bit of a purge, I think the next episode we record, we're going to talk about the trials and we're going to talk about dealing with this in a way that runners deal with things by realizing there's highs and there's lows and there's ebbs and there's flows and there's feeling good and there's feeling bad and how to deal with it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, all we can, like, all we can really do is just run if we want and give ourselves grace if we don't want to run because there's no races. And I mean, running is still great. It's what's keeping me afloat right now. So it will be great. I just, you know, in the next episode, I will, t- I will be ready to talk about the trials, but I really just needed to get this out because obviously I haven't really had any human contact besides my sister and Amelia and I let them vent to me. And, but I also did write about this on my blog. If anybody wants to read that. Yeah, I think they should. Um, okay, so <laughs> food corner. I've had Ellie's hobo stew like three times because <laughs> I had to clean out a lot of food from CTV Fresh, and one was like a bunch of chili. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Well, I mean that's a benefit, I guess. Not not really, but um, yeah. Uh, man, there's so, there was so much to talk about here. Like we didn't even talk about you going out on URP without telling me, oh my God, that just came back to my mind. Anyways. Okay. Okay. Never okay, mind. So to okay. Be so to be fair, so, no, so, I knew you'd be pissed. <laughs> I'm not pissed. I just wish I knew, you know, uh, I think it's great. Um, I don't even, that feels like it was like 10 years ago. I mean, it was like two weeks ago, but I don't even, <laughs> mm. Yeah. So, okay. So what am I eating? So we were joking while we were on the mountain, um, that, uh, we were totally having a, a bougie camping trip. Like my friend, Tom, sort of forage for mushrooms or something, sort of out of a joke, but not really a joke. Like he, um, he brought shrimp cocktail to the, to the camping trip. And then, um, because I'm not eating meat, uh, my friend, Dan, who's normally like a put meat on meat and put meat on meat kind of guy. Um, he actually made a, uh, butternut squash ravioli with maple glazed apples and cranberries. All right. Um, so yeah, so That's we had some, uh, bar, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we had some good food that way. Um, and I've been eating uh, this week, I've been eating a lot of kind bars, like a ton of kind bars, um, because I've been working and I'm not keeping a good schedule working. Like I'm just come down here and I work, work, work. And then I'm like, oh, no, it's one thirty. I better get something to eat. So I got to get that right. I did have a um, um, broccoli. uh a broccoli and spinach wrap today. <laughs> um, Is that so, it? <laughs> that sounds awful. It was, it, it's like a salad inside of a wrap. But was there anything <laughs> on it? Like, 
Yeah, broccoli and spinach. Oh, there was broccoli oh. on the spinach and spinach on the broccoli. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm working on my eating. Uh, this this staying at home is throwing me off. So I am uh, reading, um, you know, uh, articles on how to stay sane um, when working at home and how to keep a schedule. Because one day or two days is fine, but when you're in this for four weeks, um, you better get something, you know, settled. So that's where that's where I'm at. Um, I've been eating also a lot of yogurt, like yogurt and just mixing a bunch of stuff in it and then putting a bunch of peanut butter on top and eating that. It's been pretty good. Yeah. All right. But yeah, uh, going to CTV actually today and working was really nice because I was like, I just need some CTV food. <laughs> it was just like eating. It was, I was like, I just need this right now. It just makes me feel so good. So for a second, I sort of zoned out and I, I thought I was finding a link to your blog and I thought you said CBD and I was like, yeah, sure. If you need that now to get some CBD. <laughs> I wonder if that's considered an essential business that needs to stay open. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, okay. You want to, uh, you want to wrap her up? Um, uh, yes. Follow hamstrings and heartstrings on Instagram and back. we're back what <laughs> yeah we're back, I said uh, we're back. This, for, with an unintentional layoff and now that ellie has tons of time when whenever chris wants to record i can be like yeah sounds good yeah we're we're gonna be good to go g to g yeah um, yeah hamstrings and heartstrings.com um at hamstrings and heartstrings and if you want to email us and tell us your uh, story or your coping mechanisms or your special treats uh email us at uh hamstrings and heartstrings at gmail.com and if Isn't you own a small business in our area if you let me know you can direct message me on instagram i'm at gazelli or direct message chris or email us whatever and you want us to plug your business we would love to do that yeah tell us something you're doing or services that you're offering that we can tell people about because you're doing a really good thing and we'll all get through this you guys and it's okay to be like i am today just a little bit jaded and sappy I kind of just thought about how weird our closing song is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, so we still don't have a good out tagline here. We need a better out tagline. Um, we'll, we'll get through this. We will get through this together. Together. Bye. Bye.